Welcome back, truth seekers. So in this episode, um, you know, in the few episodes ago, Abby talked about her experience um, with an expressive dance movement class. And she um, invited me to go to one of these classes so that I could share in that experience. And in the interim, um, basically this class had gotten canceled that was planned for December due to weather and it got rescheduled. And this was such a, um, it was like divine how, um, it changed the course of things because, um, a friend of mine who, you know, is a friend now, but I would say, you know, started out more as an acquaintance prior to this class, um, her name's Elsa. She so she came with us, and she, I know Elsa because one of my best friends is also friends with Elsa, and I would always see them hanging out together, and they had a really strong friendship. And then I would sometimes like overlap and like cross Elsa's path when she was hanging out with this friend, and so yeah, um, so. From what I understand, so Elsa then reached out to Christy, who holds the classes, who creates them, um, and was interested in signing up, so she did. And what was also neat is that Christy um, from Evolve Movement contacted me and told me about that and said that she had listened to a podcast about my experience and was wondering like where that's at and can she listen and so she listened to it and it was neat because she seemed to get a lot of information about my experience and just how people experience the class and of course it, it's going to be different for everyone but it was kind of just like a really cool connection through all of it um and eventually we're going to have her on the podcast hopefully um February, March time. March, frame. yeah. She's got she's basketball guys. She's got basketball. <laughs> she's a basketball coach. So so we're gonna have her on, which I cannot wait for because she is an amazing woman and someone that I think any community would benefit in having. She's just she's just a rock star. She's a star that shines so bright and um, I was really excited for um, my Christy, <laughs> but then also Elsa to join. So it was really neat to meet Elsa because um, we hit it off immediately and kind of I felt like we all had very similar vibes and energy. So it just felt like a friend that I've already had. And I don't know, the, the three of us had a lot of fun and... So this episode is kind of the breakdown of the class and then also our individual experience within it. And as you listen, you'll you'll see how how incredibly different but the same the experiences are. I don't know how else to explain that. Um and so it's just really special and I'm just so glad that we decided to record about it because um I think for us individually, there was a lot of great takeaways and hopefully we'll 
motivate and inspire some of you to maybe like look for classes like this or do it on your own or whatever because it's yeah it's really or cool. even to think about um how can we create spaces like Christie's creating um where people can be them their authentic selves and where they can practice self-care but do it together and where we can support each other and lift each other up um somewhat like what we're trying to achieve with this podcast so um it all goes together it's all very synchronistic so i hope you enjoy this episode yeah enjoy hi i'm abby and i'm christy and And we we are are the truth truth seekers we are all human beings on this earth seeking our truth and this is the platform we created to share our findings So the theme for this one was wise, wild, and free. And Christy had us kind of like pair up with people and talk about what that meant to you just initially. So what did you guys say to your partner that you were paired with? Okay, so um, I, this, I was partnered with a younger woman. And to me, this was super meaningful and like a, like a delicious surprise. Um, because she, like, I'm guessing she might have been in high school, she might have been older, but um, she was there with her mom, and um, she said to me, you know, I, I feel really, like, secure in myself and in, you know, life because um, I go to things like this because of my mom, and I have women come up to me and be like, you are loved, and I accept you. And, like, that's been her experience. And I'm, like, how incredible to have that as a youth. Because I didn't come... I didn't go into spaces with just women and do things like that. Um, And especially not with my mom. And so I just thought that was amazing. And so, like, I talked with this young woman. And she was, like, um, wild, wild, what was it? Wise, wild, and free. She's, like, wise, I think of... um, It was more, like, about, like, uh, acceptance and um, experience. And then the, the wild for her, she immediately went to nature, which I also did. She was like, um, she thought of like a forest and like, um, you know, like it just kind of like being itself and like that brought up like themes of authenticity. And then the freedom, um, was when she started talking about the feeling secure in herself and like, um, how her mom had supported her and like being in those spaces and doing things like that. Um, and that was like freedom for her. And so I just kind of, you know, talked about how my ideas related because really I was on the same page. I was like, when I think of wild, I think of like nature and being natural and accepting yourself in your most authentic form and striving for that. And, um, the, the wiseness, like for me, I was, um, just really thinking about it doesn't necessarily have to be experience it's just about being able to accept like it you know and I think that comes from some people it comes from experience but like the more that you can just flow with things and be present and say like this is happening let's just go with it and less resistance you have I think that's wisdom and um the free part for me like I struggle like feeling free for me comes from feeling safe And so for me, like my lack of freedom in my life comes from being like, oh, I need financial security. I need 
relationship security. I need like all these things. And then I feel like I can thrive and be myself. And so she was really accepting of that and like talked about stigma and like, it was just great. It was a really good experience. I like that. I was paired with her mom, actually. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> we, like, made eye contact uh, with her a couple times. Uh, she was so gushy about her daughter, which is beautiful. Um, her, when she thought of wisdom and being wise, um, she just immediately said that that was her daughter to her. Um, that her daughter is, like, the embodiment of wisdom, and she is so young but so like in tune to the world and what's going on um and how beautiful it is to get to watch that uh in a person that you know you grew inside your own body mm-hmm. like to have that privilege um and how it's not just her daughter but it's her best friend and like is she's just teaching her a lot which i found was really special to like get to see her talk about that um and we had similar we had similar perspectives on what wise, wild, and free meant. Um, wild is kind of the like animalistic, primal part of being human, like when you kind of get to turn off your logical and society brain a little bit and just like just do whatever whatever feels good because like there's that intuition um, that's there always you just gotta listen to it um but like that's what being wild is just like exploring everything without hesitation and leaning into all the feelings um being being free I had a hard time actually kind of like articulating what that meant because I don't really I don't think I really know what that means similar to you like free is being like safe um and and completely present like freedom is freedom is being in the now for me which is pretty rare so like being able to experience everything to its full capacity um like with all your senses i guess that would be freedom to me um but i did have a pretty hard time like actually being able to say what that meant to me I guess, which was interesting because I didn't think it was going to be hard. Free seems like an easy thing to, like, talk about, but it's not uh, a common theme in my life, I guess, which was interesting to realize. Mm. Yeah, for me, I was paired with a woman who I had met at the last um, women's dance movement um and so I kind of knew her a little bit so that was that just felt nice to like kind of see a familiar face um for me the wise felt and feels like um kind of like this internal knowledge or intuition that has been passed down ancestrally so it's kind of like this group of knowledge that I feel like inherently everybody gets um the wild I would say kind of like you're like going back to your primal self of you know whatever that means to you but yeah just kind of like the you think more like nature-y um herbalism 
you know, whatever word you want to put in there that kind of fits in your life that you feel like is more of like the primal or going back to your roots. Um, and then the free is kind of using those things and expressing them and not feeling like you can't or feeling um, like you're being bogged down by society and not expressing those. So like, you know, you're having the the internal knowledge of things that I think we inherently know. Like we know that like, you know, some of the like medicinal benefits of plants and like all this stuff. I really truly feel like people know this stuff, but we forgot it or like how important it is to get like sunshine on your face and like whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's just like the wise and the wild, the free comes from expressing those. Um, oh wow yeah I love that yeah that's kind of how I took it and it's really cool to hear how everyone kind of interpret interprets that because it's obviously so different mm-hmm. which is so cool about this class is like it's it's for everyone but everyone is gonna have such a different experience that it's like kind of almost hard to explain it <laughs> um I'm trying to remember what we did after that um I we feel started like, dancing. Yeah, we just got into it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Christy even, like, acknowledged that. She's like, I'm good. we're just going to do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we started on the ground. Yeah. yeah. How was that for you guys? I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved it so much. I was surprised at how, like, how much I could move on the floor. Because, like, when I think of moving on the floor, I'm like, I'm just going to wiggle. Or, like, <laughs> you know, like, it didn't seem like there was going to be that much to to do. Um but it felt like I felt safe and held like on the floor, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like having those that contact point with like all of my body and knowing that it was like it was just supported. Like obviously it's the floor, but like in a in a more spiritual way, I guess, mm-hmm. like I felt supported by not just the physical like floor, but like all the women in the space too. Yeah. Like knowing that this is like we were all doing this at the same time and but like you said, we were all going to have very different experiences. Um, but it felt cool. I kind of felt like a, like a sexual, like, um, like worm in, 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 the, in, in the coolest way. It does kind of bring out the sensual side. Like, yeah. Even if you don't mean it to be, mm-hmm. there you just, you do it kind of just, you're kind of like, wow, I feel really sexy doing this. Yeah. And even if it's like not for anyone, it's just like for yourself. It is like, it brings out this like sensual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think innately, like we are that, like we are, to me, mm-hmm. that's like, our, we're creation. We are sensual. Like you don't have to do anything necessarily. And it's like being in an, an awareness that, oh, I am this. Like, yeah, just existing. I am the sensual mm-hmm. being and like being able to kind of be playful with that. Cause I definitely, I, for, for me, like, I just like recognize that I want to do that with my body and I didn't realize I wanted to do that with my body until I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, how can I just like crawl around and roll around and like, mm-hmm. I need more of that. I need excuses to do this. Like, yeah. and I, and you know, it was like. At points during the dance, like, not to skip ahead too much, but, like, you know, I'm used to going to a club or a show and, like, getting my boogie on, but I don't think, like, I would ever do that in that atmosphere. I wouldn't even think to be, like, all right, I'm going to get on the ground. Totally. Uh, And so it was really cool. Like, I loved that. I absolutely loved it. 
I want more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Isn't it funny how, like, you don't even know, you didn't, you don't realize that you need something like that until you do it, and you're like, that has, that's been missing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's how I feel about it, at least. Well, and if I watched, like, I watched videos of people that they, I don't know what you call it, but it's, like, movement, um... Like, people will do these really interesting types of, like, walking and crawling, and it's, like, you know, really good for hip mobility, and um, and I find it really interesting, but I've never tried it myself. I just, like, follow accounts on Instagram. And from the outside, you're, like, watching it, and you're, like, wow, these people, like, they're kind of silly, or, like, that's really interesting. Like, they're, like, walking around like a bear, or, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not, like, oh, I gotta go out and do that. But I, like, think about it, and then um, if I was in that class just watching women like wiggling around on the ground I might be like what's going on but because I was doing it with them I was like yes this is it let's all do this (laughs) yeah yeah for sure I was so shocked so shocked at like how how good it felt and like getting into these poses or like these like you know contorted places where I was like I didn't know my body could do this and this is really cool, and I like the way this feels. And can I move this way? Yeah, I can. And can I move that way? Yeah, I can. Like, just being reminded that there's so much more that my body can do that it that I don't do with it. Yeah. And how expressive that feels, and how much it gets me, like, into my body. Um, and, like, being in touch with it and sensing, like, what's going on? Like, how am I feeling? And that's, I feel like that's missing from not just my life, but probably a lot of other people's lives. We're so just disconnected to our body and, like, being able to move in any way that just feels good. Like, you just get to listen to it a little bit more. Right. And I think that's really, for me, that's just really necessary and something I'll have to be more aware of, like, even in a busy world, like, making sure I carve out time for that, however much time is available. Like, just just do it. Just do it if you can. I also like how that is, it's not, I, part of it, I was using it to, like, stretch, you know, um, especially, like, once I kind of got more to my feet, like, kind of getting into my hips and stuff, and I like how that is, it's so not linear, because when I think about stretching, um, it, you know, I think maybe about, like, doing, like, more traditional yoga, where it's just, you're kind of in a line, you know, like, yeah. you, there, you can go different ways, but you're still kind of always somehow in a line, where this is just, I mean, you're, it's way more, like, sporadic and chaotic, but then you kind of get in those, like, different nooks and crannies in your body. Like, you said that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. Or, like, oh, wow, that really is tight there. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I needed that. And I just really appreciate how it kind of makes me, at least, look at movement in not such a linear way. It's kind of can be all over. You know? Well, it's a it's a flow. It's a flow, and and I I definitely relate to that a lot because it I've kind of like learned more traditional movement because of practicing flow arts, and so there's like wheel plane, which like think of yourself having wheels. Wall plane, that's like your plane in front of you. You know, it's like very much this grid where you know space isn't a grid. It's like everywhere. It's anything. It's like literally like any direction you want to go in doesn't have to be a straight line and Mm -hmm. um and I definitely I felt good going like in whatever way possible I could go rather than just sticking to those like very like straight you know what I mean yeah Yeah. and and also like 
I, I was trying to, like, kind of stretch, but I was also, um, I wasn't, like, usually when I do stretch, I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on my hamstrings, or I'm going to do this, and there was, like, a point in time where I just started doing, like, a, like, a mix of, like, a cat cow to a downward facing dog to, like, a push-up to, like, bringing my legs in front and around me and like rolling around and like I was like there was no rhyme or reason to it Mm -hmm. it was just like going for it and I even like my shoulders are a little sore today because Mm -hmm. I was like so into it and then I was like wow okay I really did like a number there like whoa (laughs) like you wouldn't think so yeah yeah it's really cool I'm glad that you guys like that part because I I also felt like the grounding and like I felt safe Mm -hmm. you feel safe doing it um and then we kind of just, like, slowly were um, transitioned to be on our feet, essentially. And then I think at one point she even said, you know, kind of, like, look around now and, like, realize that, like, people are, we're, like, moving and we're all moving differently or whatever. And how did you guys feel with that? Because, like, once you, like, because for me, I'm either, like, pretty much had my eyes closed or I was, like, kind of at a daze looking down. Not like I could see figures, but I wasn't looking at them. But then when you like open your eyes and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I like for me, I just I wanted to be silly with people, but I don't feel like people were like into that vibe. And like I that's kind of like my default when I go to like shows in the past or like out dancing. Like I find like people and I just like get weird with them and like it lasts for like a minute and then I like go off and do my own thing. But it's kind of fun to like. You know, like, I can even remember times, like, you know, one of a good friend that I, I met him dancing, he acted like he was, like, had a fishing pole oh, yeah. and reeled me in, and I was, like, going along with it, like, yeah, let's go, <laughs> and um, it's stuff like that, like, I want that kind of experience, but I felt like um, it was a little too awkward, like, in that moment, like, you know, to, like, approach people in that way, and... And then that's okay. But I, like, there was one woman that she was, like, get, like she was really, like, grooving, and I loved her energy, and I was just like, yes. I was like, I want to be silly with you, but, like, I, it just didn't connect in that way. Yeah. And then some people, like, were just, um, I don't know, like, more calm, like, less energetic, just kind of, like, you know, like, feeling, like, like, some, almost like being in a breath, like, just, um not needing as much movement and like more peaceful and it was like interesting and I think it was just like a a demonstration of where people were at energetically and what they were responding to what they needed Mm -hmm. um but I really enjoyed like watching people um really feeling themselves yeah yeah it was strange opening like coming back to the room you know, after, like you said, I really tried to keep my eyes closed. <laughs> it was like, keep them closed or like, just don't, like, you're, you're alone. Like, don't, you know, think about anyone else. Like, this is an experience for me right now um, that we all get to share individually in the same space. So when I did kind of like come back to the room, I was like, wow, like we're all doing completely different things right now. And, and it was so interesting to, to like you said, almost like, visually see like where each person was was at and like what they needed to be experiencing like like some were super energetic and like bouncing around and um like just very like tantric and wild with their movements and other people were very 
kind of seemed like they went within themselves and were like swaying or just like feeling more emotionally and and like it just goes to show how each person's perception is so different um of the you know the same world that we're experiencing like each person is going to internalize that differently and I was I was definitely self-conscious a couple times um because like I was trying not to look at anyone and I was like I hope that means no one's looking at me (laughs) um just because I don't like I don't do that often this is my first time ever doing something like that um whenever I did go to shows and go dancing it would be like the confidence would be very like substance induced um so like to come and do something like this without that like you know a buffer or like step stool whatever you want to call it um was was uncomfortable in a good way and I feel like it's how I'm gonna get in touch with my body again like without those things um and it felt really it felt really good and I'm glad I was uncomfortable for some of it because that felt like like good yeah we need to be uncomfortable to like to figure things out um and I just, I loved having everyone, I loved having everyone around doing different things. Uh, I loved, see, I loved seeing you because you were so excited, Christy. <laughs> so giddy. I know, you so were giddy, giddy the whole time. Like, I love like, it. I know. <laughs> I know. It was just, it was just like, oh, like, I just loved it. I know. Because it was just, she was just in it. Yeah, you were in it to win it. <laughs> I, well, and I realize now in like reflecting, like I think that dancing or this type of expression is very intimate Mm. and that's why the connection piece is also very intimate so like to you know be like I'm gonna come dance with you like that can be like a lot you know and then you're like what do I do with you like Mm. you know like how do I establish a boundary or like what are what are we really doing here like what is the meaning of this and like that can look different depending on who it is and like yeah, the energy between you and like, especially if you don't know somebody, if it's a complete stranger, like mm-hmm. that's even more like scary and yeah, but. Well, yeah, I mean, there was a, there was at least one time where she had us go dance with someone, you know, and like, yeah, I also felt, I, that made me feel awkward. The dancing by myself, I don't really feel awkward, but like with someone else because you just yeah you're just trying to figure out like what's the vibe here like are you you know do you want to be doing this yeah (laughs) you know it's just like hard to read someone Um, like you need baby steps almost and like yeah some kind of like comfort building like icebreakers and like um there the one thing that made like I was pretty comfortable with most things the one thing that I felt the most uncomfortable with is like we all stood in a circle and held hands and then we were like kind of just like making eye contact with each other Mm. and that one was so hard for me like I would like people would look at me and then I'd be looking at them and then I'd be like this feels like too long and then I'd be like (laughs) where do I look now like like, looking everywhere like yeah like now they're just seeing me be awkward like Mm -hmm. oh shit like I also that also made me feel pretty uncomfortable I had my eyes closed for a while because I was like it was a lot it was a lot because like I don't know I don't know why that is I think eye contact is intimate as well. Like and true. Um, yeah, I don't, and I, I, I struggle to make eye contact anyway. Like a lot of people, they're like, yes, you need to make eye contact and conversate with people, and like I struggle with that. Um, takes me a while to really, and sometimes when I talk to people and I'm making eye contact with them, I like 
can't think about what I'm thinking because I'm thinking about their face. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can't look at you anymore. That's funny. Yeah. Um, well, then within that circle, then she, we were holding hands, mm-hmm. and then she, um, I'm not exactly remembering how she directed us, directed us to do it, but we were supposed to basically, when, when we, when you inhale, you squeeze their hand tighter, and then when you exhale, you let up a bit. And you're not supposed to sync up with the people that you're holding hands with. Like, this is an individual journey, but you're still holding hands. That was, like, hard for me to, like, remember to not be focusing on necessarily their breathing. Like, their squeezing and unsqueezing. Because at first I was, like, subconsciously kind of doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I was, like, it really went against what I was, like, I was, like, okay, I'm going to sync up with this person. And then it made me really think deeply because she was like, you know, you're, you don't have to sync up, you're doing your own thing, but you know that person's still there and supporting you. Mm-hmm. And that related so much to just like everything in life for me and like relationships because like oftentimes I think like, you know, um, being together, having a good relationship, you know, whether it be romantic, platonic, whatever, is about being on the same page and like being in rhythm with each other and like, but it's, like, to it kind of breaks my brain a little bit to just be, like, no, like, just knowing that they're there to support and I'm there to support, but we can do our own thing and within our own timing and what we need in that moment. And it made me really think, like, how can I support others and, like, what do I need to feel supported? And, Elsa, you said something, and I can't remember now what it was, but you said something really profound about that when we were there. I don't know if you remember. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> probably not I don't remember I mean it, it goes against like it goes against like everything that I've been taught and like the things that kind of seem to make relationships and like any sort of relation work was like the was like the syncing up um, and I found myself like you know the, the two people on either side of me were also going at different rates you know they were squeezing my hand at different times and I'm also trying to do my own thing while not focusing on like their pattern uh, and like establishing my own um and I found myself a couple times like almost like holding my breath or like or like having a really long exhale to try to like squeeze at the same time and it was very it was just so interesting it was so interesting to like be asked to be asked to like receive these other these other like cycles or like this other rhythm that these people are both giving to you while still remaining in your own in a comfortable way and like you said like that's that can apply to like most of life um and just like staying in that authentic space um, without yielding to anyone else, uh, or anything else that seems to be, like, working for them, like, it doesn't mean it's gonna work for you, um, like, you have your own pace, you have your own rhythm, you have your own, like, you have your own wave that, like, you are on, and it might not be comfortable for anyone else, um, and that was, I guess, like, just the exercise was profound in a way, um, and it made me think similarly, like how much this can apply in other areas. 
of of anyone's life but especially my own like being very yielding to other people and places and things to like maintain some form of harmony like it hasn't always been healthy and that was such a good reminder to like stay true to myself and whatever that means you know, whatever cycle. My hand started to get super sweaty, though. Me too. I was like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I was like, my head, I'm going to start dripping on you. I'm so sorry. That's funny. I think there's a lot of validity in all of this, though, because, you know, I'm thinking about, okay, but, like, how good feeling would it have been if you, like, just happened to be holding hands with people that were on your same wave? Mm. And it wasn't like you were trying and you were just like, bull. You know what I mean? And, like, what is that metaphor? But, like, I think it's, like, you need both of those. Mm-hmm. Like, you you need to be... Because we're not all going to maintain that same resonance all the time. So in those times when it there is a different rhythm, holding the space, being there for support, but then, like, feeling, like, how awesome that feels when you're both, like... You know, like, if you're in a relationship of any kind, but you're on the same wavelength, and you're just like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, We're in yeah. flow. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, like, you need both. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting you say that. There's been times where I've recognized that in literal breathing, like, with partners, when I'm, like, close to them or, like, laying on their chest, and and we'll be breathing at the same exact tempo, uh, like, inhale and exhale, and, like, I will consciously recognize, like, whoa, like, we're, like, we're completely in sync in our breathing. Like, maybe not, maybe not in anything else, but, like, our breath right now is completely in sync. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always happen. Like, a lot, you know, with other partners, like, the, it'll be, it'll be opposite or it'll just be slightly off. And, like, effortlessly, it'll sync up sometimes. And, like you said, like, cherishing that when it does happen and, like, recognizing that it won't always be like that, too. Um, is a pretty, is a very neat, is a very neat observation. I like that you said that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so I think like the highlight for me at least of the whole experience was Christy was talking about how we were going to meet our high priestess. And at first I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um... But then she explained it how um, it's basically, I guess I don't remember how she explained it. (laughs) The thing is, the thing is, your high priestess, it took on its own form for everybody. So she set it up in a way where like your high priestess came to you and the form that made sense to you because it's your high priestess. Like if she would have said that your high priestess is this and that and... Well, she did explain like what it is. It's like it's like coming within you, right? right? Yeah. So because she she said, you're right, she set it up where it was very open-ended but set it up so you understood what she was talking about. Yeah, okay. Um... But yeah, so we were kind of just like in a spot in the room and she had us close our eyes and she gave us this visual and it was basically us climbing a mountain. And obviously this is going to look different for everybody, but you're envisioning like climbing this mountain um, and then finally we get to the top of the mountain and we're kind of just hanging out there and then you see your high priestess Um and there's a little bit more into that, but I am super curious, like, what your guys' looked like, what the energy was, how did you feel when you saw her, they, him, 
So I need more information. So, um, for me, the thing, like I, um, I just felt like a lot of the focus for me was on like relationships and, um, like she had talked about like these boulders in the path behind you. And I thought of that as like past relationships and like obstacles that I'd like gotten over. And like the mountain I was climbing was like very barren and it was just like rocks. And it was like, uh, like had a sunset set hue of like reds and oranges. Um, and like, it was not a forgiving landscape. It was like a very jagged and like, but, like, I love hiking, so, like, that was, like, very easy for me to just be like, yeah, I'm getting to the top. Um, yeah, what did your guys' mountains look like? I had a hard time, like, starting to, like, visualize this. I feel like I had just gotten done, like, doing a lot of movement, and my bo- my brain kind of wanted to move, like, as quick as my body or, like, as, like, strange as my body. So I had a bit of a hard time, like, picturing this mountain but it was it was similar to like there wasn't much there it was very gray like there was snow towards the top of it and it it felt a little glum and and dull honestly um but I I didn't mind it it was just like that's what happens when you get to the very top of something of a huge mountain like things just don't thrive like the fauna and flora just that's not their that's not their ecosystem that's not their environment um and it was just gray and cloudy. It was like I'd gone up into the clouds, uh, but a lot of gray, <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot of gray rocks, um, some snow at the top. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was uneventful, but it was peaceful. It was peaceful Ooh. up there, but not a lot of like beauty, I guess, you know, in its own way it was, but yeah. What about you? It also took me a minute to like really, truly start visualizing this. Um, I think similar now that I'm thinking back, because we just got done like dancing, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of hard for me to get out of my body and back into my head a little bit mm-hmm. and to like calm down. Yeah, I was like still kind of like moving a bit, like when we were supposed to like just have our eyes closed and probably be a little bit more still. I like couldn't, mm-hmm. um, but then eventually I started kind of like imagining um, the mountain, and it was also very rocky. Um, but had, like, had quite a bit of, like, trees and, like, pine trees. It reminded me a lot of Colorado, like, Colorado hikes that I've done. Um, and same with you, like, it was, it was, I remember it feeling very challenging, but also, like, well, I can do this, you know, like, this is fine, like, I'm fine, everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then when I got to the top, it was, um, above where trees would grow, so it was also, like, kind of, like, bare, just rocky, um, but it was like a, it was a sunny day that had clouds and, um, well, I remember when I got to the top, I just like, <sighs> like kind of like a sigh of relief, like, okay, I'm at the top now, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. So. I just want to recognize, like I'm having this like epiphany of like, um, we're constantly kind of like have this pressure to like, you want to always be at the top. You want to strive for the top to always be there. And we're in, like, um, agreeance that, like, 
even in nature, like being at the top isn't sustainable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not because wow. the rain falls down to the low points and you know what I mean? Like it's the wind is like beating the shit out of you at the top of that mountain. But like when you're in a little bit lower, you're a little more like protected and like, you know, like the ecosystem can thrive there. And I'm just like, I don't know. And like the, or like the snow, like it's cold. It's like, you know, it's like an unforgiving place, but you feel good when you get there. Cause you're like, yeah, I conquered this. I'm at the top now, but like, it's almost more sustainable. You can't so, stay there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just, I find that really interesting. Wow. What that was, that was, what a great thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. That is going to make me think for a while now. Cause that's so, so true. Cause right. You get to the top and like, you're like, Okay, I gotta get back down. It's like the sun's beating on me, or like whatever's happening up. Yeah, it's just like super windy, whatever. So that's interesting. Um, so what? Okay, so then, so basically, when we when we get to the top, at the top, like our high priestess meets us there, and for me, the whole time I was like hiking in my my mind's eye. Like, I, there's, like, the light was at the top because it's sunset. So, like, I was kind of, like, in a shadow hiking up the mountain, and I was going towards the light. Um, and, like, that was really meaningful to me. And then when I got to the top, my high priestess was... Um, I kind of shifted through, like, these visions, but, like, the first thing that came to me, like, she looked like like a geisha or, like, um, Padmame. I don't know if that's how you actually say her name, but from, like, Star Wars. Like, she had this, like, big black hair thing that was like round and like she had bright purple eyeshadow and she was like an older woman but she was still beautiful and like she was so tall and then she had like red robes on and the like light was behind her and she had like crow's feet and like some wrinkles and but she was gorgeous and um and like I kind of was like is that what my you know in my brain I'm like is that what my goddess looks like like, it's kind of weird. And then, like, <laughs> I, like, pictured, like, a blonde, like, you know, Galadriel from, like, Lord of the Rings. I'm like, that doesn't fit. That's not right. And then, like, I pictured, like, you know, some, like, really pretty, like, princessy type person. And then I was like, no, nah, that's not my high priestess. Like, my high priestess is, like, kind of, like, intense, you know? And, like, and, but still beautiful. And, like, she's kind of regal. Like, she... She had, like, a powerful presence, and, like, the height was so significant because Christy had us, like, go from being ourselves, viewing our high priestess to stepping into being the high priestess and viewing ourselves, and when I did that, I grew. Like, I Mm. felt taller, and I was looking down on myself, and, like, I felt tall as a tree. Like, I just, like, and I, like, really felt that when I switched um, and it made me really emotional, like that experience. But what did um, your high priestesses look like? Sure. Um, I already shared this with you because we were partnered uh, at the end of it. But um, uh, initially, my high priestess like was very masculine and like was a man. Uh, like very, also similarly very tall. Very tall in like a, almost like a night set, like silk pants and like a, like a button shirt. Uh, but like immediately my brain was like, no, no, no. Like, that's not right. That's not what we're supposed to be seeing. Like, you need to picture some like feminine, like dressed high priestess. Uh, and so I like 
you know, like, imagined, like you said, like, some, like, blonde, like, white-robed, uh, like, draped-in-flowers woman who didn't look, like, like, sure, maybe she looked like me a little bit, we both have blonde hair, but I was like, that doesn't feel like me, but I just kind of went with it, because I was like, that seems like what I'm supposed to be, like, seeing right now, which I kind of wish that I'd been a little more accepting with myself, and just been like, that was what I saw like that higher version you know like wise version of myself like came to me as a male um or like what I perceived as a male and was was still very soft like soft features like shoulder length hair um and and very welcoming uh so like that's that was like the initial thought um but then, but then, like, my, you know, whatever logical brain kind of took over. It's like, no, 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 that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Think of something, like, more socially acceptable. So then it was, like, the white, um, white-dressed woman with blonde hair and, like, flowers draped all over herself. And she was, she was beautiful. Um, uh, but she did feel like, it did feel forced, you know, um, and I feel like that's something that I struggle with is like forcing a femininity sometimes when that's just like not natural. That doesn't feel natural to me. Um, I love being a woman. I love like my body. I love all like my feminine features, but like the internal part of me is like very, is very masculine. Um, and I feel like that's where a lot of my strengths come from is like a masculine side and that's like where I feel comfortable. So I feel like that was just a very accurate like representation of, of that hot, like that higher being that's like, no, you can, you can accept, you can like accept this like higher part of you that is like very masculine, but still soft and like welcoming. Um, so that was like interesting after I after she walked us through that and kind of like reflecting back I did some writing about it and I was like maybe I should just be more accepting of like whatever part comes to me um but it was interesting and I'd like to do it I'd like to do something like that again whether it be like on my own or with someone else that um doesn't proceed like a lot of um intense like body movement um because I feel like that kind of made me a little like jumpy in my mind if that makes sense like kind of what you're saying Mm -hmm. um like a guided meditation yeah Yeah, like a long a long yeah 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 to give me more like prep time almost if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um but I still loved it and I loved hearing about yours actually yeah so um the way that she appeared was it reminds me of like you know in the Lion King where Simba sees his dad in the clouds. <laughs> it was kind of like she emerged from the energy of the clouds, but then also, like, the energy coming down below where, like, all the trees, like, the forest was, and, like, came together, and, like, she kind of appeared out of that energy. And it was me. Woo. Yeah, and it was me, and, like, she was dressed, um, like, her clothes were made out of, like, the leaves and the like, anything that you would find in a forest, and, like, 
definitely looked like she'd been living in the forest her whole life, you know, just kind of, like, more raggedy and had, like, kind of, like, crazy wavy hair and, like, but it was me. It just, mm. like, it was my height was everything me to a T. Um, and when I first, like, saw her, I told you this, Elsa, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, oh, hey! <laughs> 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 kind of like, like, long, like, friends that haven't seen each other in a really long time. So it was this feeling of, like, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, you're so familiar to me. How's it been? Where have you been? You know, like, all that stuff. And then when we had, um, when Christy told us to, like, go into the high priestess, um, that was, like, a really magical moment. I Especially when she was saying, um, like, hold the face mm-hmm. of you through the high priestess. I definitely got emotional because I was just like, oh, sweet baby Abby. <laughs> no, yeah. you know, like in the best way. Yes. Like you are so precious and I, I don't know, just like this, it was like a motherly feeling of mm-hmm. like a mothering And I don't, me. I don't do that for myself. I'm Same. so harsh on myself and yes. so, and I'm not, and it's like that, that feeling of just like, I got you. I love you. Like, I don't yes. often give that to myself. Same. And so that was really emotional. Yeah, I felt the same. It was just, like, this motherly love or just this, like, infinite amount of love and respect. And um, when I was, when I embodied the high priestess, it was just, like, my whole body felt like this, like, really high vibrational sense that I've never felt before like I would say in general I feel on most days like higher vibrations but this was just like something beyond that I've never experienced before um so yeah it was just it was a really it was really cool that was a really cool visualization um I loved hearing you talk about that like as an old friend you're like like what's up? Like I yes. know, I know who you are. Like, yeah. but it's been a long time. But you like that familiarness mm-hmm. uh, and like familialness of like this person is part of me. I know them. They know me. And like yeah. being able to hold yourself like from the perspective of knowing that you are so worthy of like that love and respect and mm-hmm. like all of these things like so unconditionally. Yeah. Um was really powerful to hear you talk about that when we were like reflecting to each other yeah thanks yeah, yeah it, w- it was definitely it felt really profound mm-hmm. um and you you didn't really talk about like when <laughs> put you back on the spot when when you were supposed to like embody the high priestess mm-hmm. what was that about for you I mean, like, after I kind of, like, discarded, like, the initial feeling and, like, visualization of, like, this higher, this high priestess or, like, high priest of, like, version of myself being a man, like, once I discarded that, I was kind of just, like, like, just almost going along with it to a degree. Um, I did, I did feel taller, like, when I stepped into this other person this this version of myself um which is interesting that that was a similar thing like just just higher up um and when I like looked at myself it was 
it was really intense. It was kind of, it was a little sad, like, in, in a fine way. It was just like, wow, like, you, I don't often look at you, you know, the way you would like to be looked at. Or, like, you are rarely seen for what you would like to be seen as. Um, so I was emotional, like, regardless of, like, you know, what gender my higher, you know, my high priestess was, like, it was... It was a little, um, it was a little sad and, like, melancholy to, like, hold my own face and be like, I'm sorry, I don't, like, pay more attention to you, almost. Um, so I definitely got pretty emotional there, um, and, like, that brought up a lot of grief of, like, you know, so many times where I felt like I wasn't seen for, like, who I am, uh, or, like, maybe not even understanding who I am, um, so it was, like, a, it was a little all over the place, um, but, but to recognize that, to recognize that I want to be seen, and that it doesn't happen very often, was special, like, to just do that for a second, and, like, hold myself in that space, and be, like, I know this doesn't happen often, and, and like, I'm sorry, and I love you, and I forgive you, like, just... Just a lot of, like, self-on-self-love that, like, doesn't happen a lot. Um, so that was good, but it was, like, a little sad to recognize how rare that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of my experience yeah. with it. It was a little harsh, but it was good. No, yeah. I mean, I relate to that, though, yeah. like, a lot. And I'm glad that you were able to share that because, um, to me, high priestess is intuition. Mm-hmm. But what is intuition? And it's really, like, trusting in yourself and the way you feel and going with that over all else but I tend to rely on my logical brain and that doesn't always help me or sometimes if you're too much into emotions you know what I mean I think there's something even deeper like a the intuition is deeper than that and it's something that's always there for you and that you can tap into but I I oftentimes don't use it and that doesn't help me and so the the high priestess when I embodied that um, and looked at myself, like, I always feel like I have a huge fear of being alone and not being supported Mm -hmm. and, um, not feeling secure. And like, I feel like that's been a lot of my life and I have a lot of anxiety from that. And I just feel like I'm really afraid of not receiving unconditional love. And so like to talk about the gift that I received, like the, so part of the visualization was like you become the high priestess and then you give the the gift the high priestess gives a gift to yourself and the gift that I got was um light she gave me this ball of light and it like absorbed into me and I just danced around like a child I was like so happy and like I when I journaled I thought about like what is that and like the my logical brain come to like the realization that it's unconditional love that I've really needed because I always feel like I need to perform to receive love Mm -hmm. or you know like if I don't do x y and z then I'm not going to be accepted and loved and the high priestess was like I've always been here I will always be here and I'm always going to accept you and love you just for exactly who you are you can be who you are and I understand you and Like, I just felt like I hadn't really, like, allowed myself to feel that or I hadn't felt that. And it felt so good. And I also, 
am in recognition that I haven't provided that for myself. Like I've always been that person that's like, Christy, you need to do X, Y, and Z to, for me to accept and love you. And like how draining and just like not so, like nurturing for me to do that to myself all the time. And I did become very emotional because I recognized that like I deserve that unconditional love. And like if I provide that to myself, this is where like the psychology comes in. Like when I say it's like logical because when you learn about human development and you learn about um, attachment, mm-hmm. you know, like insecure attachment um, and anxious attachment, all of that. It's like comes from the way you grew up and like how you were nurtured and then it affects all of your relationships going forward and your self-esteem and everything. And so like I just felt like that high priestess gave me secure attachment and it was like real secure attachment and it's going and it heals me because that's what I need to have healthy relationships. And so I feel like that was what the gift was, was just like that secure attachment that I'm like craving and that. I need to develop in myself so that I can show up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that wasn't like the, I wasn't like, yo, that's what the gift is. I was just like feeling all of these feelings and journaling about it. And then I was just like, I think this is what I really need. And that's why that's what I've got. I love that. Yeah. I like how it showed up as light. Like, I yeah. mean, obviously that's not like a tangible thing that you can like pick up. So like the fact that it was light like this ball of light that could be shifted and like therefore absorbed into you yeah I feel like that was a really key thing like you absorbed it like Mm -hmm. the way you explained that it was like wow well and it felt like vivid like life force like it was Mm -hmm. like life force energy and that's why like as soon as I like absorbed it I was just like dancing around like (laughs) (laughs) Like, you were like that child that received that like unconditional love and therefore you can move forward with that secure attachment with yourself and others right yeah so why don't you guys tell me what what was the gift that your high priestess gave you um my high priestess uh whoever they were in their uh beautiful androgynous form um (laughs) uh it was like a cylinder of some sort it was like a rod it was kind of like um i think the stone's like a selenite stone if, if i'm right maybe um, but it wasn't, it wasn't actually a stone. It was just more like a, some sort of like cylinder structure that could be like held in both hands and like given, um, and that's kind of like the shape that it took on and it felt very maternal, um, like very similar to yours actually, like that unconditional love that like you can receive from a parent, um, or that, like, a a pet owner gives to their pet, like, kind of just that all-encompassing acceptance of, like, you are enough, like, you are, you are safe, like, I'm always with you, um, and it, so I, I wear this necklace, um, that's, like, a little silver cylinder, um, and it's actually, like, a tiny urn, um, it has my mom's ashes in it. So, like, that... I made that connection, like, as it was being given to me. Kind of, like, that... That, like, unconditional love that, like, a mother has for their child. That I didn't get to experience to its fullest potential, I guess. Because um, she passed when I was pretty young. So, like... To receive that gift, like, from my... From a part of myself that, like, knows I'm worthy of that um 
but just really doesn't know how to express that yet. Um, it was, it was, I started, definitely started crying. Uh, it was emotional. Um, and like, it was joyous and sad at the same time. Um, but like to know that I'm capable of giving that to myself, um, was, was kind of like the gift was like the invitation to like start practicing that more. Um, and knowing that she's always with me, you know, whether it be like around my neck or just like in that realm that we can't perceive, um, she is always there and that like unconditional love she had for me, like is able to be tapped into. Um, and I just kind of like held held that like to my heart like kind of where the necklace sits so it kind of felt symbolic of that um but I think that's a theme in my life that like doesn't always happen uh it's like I'm I have a really hard time giving that to myself because I don't really know what it looks like um I can try to give it to other people whether I'm doing it the like quote-unquote correct way or whatever um but like really having the invitation to practice that to myself more um was was the gift and I I'm down with that yeah I'm down with that how beautiful that's really special yeah I'm actually glad you mentioned the necklace because like we were partnered up last night so Mm -hmm. we kind of heard each other's story Mm -hmm. and I didn't notice your necklace last night but this morning when we were at the coffee shop I just happened to like look at what necklaces you were wearing and I'm like Oh, that looks like the the cylinder present. She really? Got. Oh shit! Yeah, like that. Cause when you said that last night, yeah. I actually envisioned like a silver. Yeah. And I like, and I hadn't noticed your necklace at all. Yeah. So that's just kind of weird. That's very right? cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm chills. But yeah. Wow. It's just, and I didn't know. Like obviously, when I looked at your necklace this morning, I was like, I don't know what that means for her. Yeah. Yeah. I, you don't know me. You could be. Yeah. It could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> silver necklace you have on like who knows but damn that I didn't I'm glad you shared that yeah that's very cool yeah so when you just said that I'm like oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah it was uh hell yeah that's cool yeah that's very cool I like your I like your gift though personally my gift yeah (laughs) yeah so um wild abby gave me the I like what word you used last night because I didn't really have a word for it but Mm I um permission to dive even d- dive even deeper into like the well of trust so tr- like inner trust um but it also felt like trust of like my high priestess and um just like that intuition because that's been something I've been trying to like really tap into and it's hard with all of the outside noise that we constantly are getting um and yeah so yeah it just if it wasn't a thing it would just felt like this like energy just like kind of given to me of just like go even deeper within like this is the permission that like you can you're you're safe um there's more to explore and you just need to trust the wise wild free woman that you are and you just gotta run with it and um yeah, so that felt really significant just because 
again, it was kind of like that motherly figure telling me or like telling me or giving the permission or like saying it's okay. And that just felt more nourishing than if like myself individually was like, I'm going to try and listen to my intuition more. You know, like it feels different when it was coming from her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I, when, when we were journaling, I almost like didn't have much to say when we were journaling other than, um, I'm just trying to figure out how to now kind of implement that into my life. Like, what does that look like being practiced? Mm -hmm. And I think I said this to you Elsa last night, and I even think I've said this to you recently, Christy, which is like, I think I might need to, I think I might need to like, as much as I can at least step away from social media and like I'm such an information hog or like I constantly want more like I listen to podcasts all the time so the fact that like people don't listen to podcasts all the time is blows my mind because like I'm constantly like I just love information and I love learning and like gathering that information but like now I'm starting to wonder like I think it's just, I'm like clogged and then I get blurry of like what's actually going on inside. And so now I'm starting to figure out actually, instead of more, how do I actually kind of purge some of this so I can go back to the core of Abby? Well, so to me, what I'm hearing is you're having like the external stimuli. So how do you get it to an internal where like what practices will bring about your internal information yeah that you would need to tap into so like journaling mm-hmm. or creativity anything expressive like what can bring you into communion with yourself yeah rather than like constantly having something imprinted on you mm-hmm. you become the one that's imprinting it on yourself yeah which I think is why like the dancing is so powerful for me because it's no one's showing me how to dance. Christy is not really, like, telling us what to do other than giving us, like, slight suggestions to, like, kind of guide. But I think that's just because people are nervous and they're like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing here? <laughs> so, like, I think, like, that is rightfully so. Um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think of, like, okay, what do I, what do, what do I need to include in my everyday practice that's going to kind of block that outside noise so I can go back internally even more because I do do that to an extent I want to give myself some credit but um there's there's room for more and I know there is so well and I think also like so you know and and like none of this is like black and white you know like you're gonna do what fits right for you but um social media if you're you know just receiving from it like for me I love being able to post things to me that's creative and like so it's like how you're using it like if I'm only using it to look that's different than me like posting Mm -hmm. or you know like kind of outwardly giving my energy to the universe you know like I love making reels like I get so excited to make reels about nature and um so I think that it can be less like receiving externally and more of like doing your own thing and putting stuff outward, which mm-hmm. could be really good too. Yeah. And yeah. I agree completely. I think lately 
it's been more about me consuming it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially just because, like, with the podcast and everything, we've kind of, like, we haven't done a lot just because of the holiday season. season yeah. And you were, you were traveling to see family and, like, just life. I life, mean, you know. Yeah. Um, which is totally fine. But because of that, then Instagram was more of a way to consume instead of me getting on there and making reels or making drafts or whatever. Um, so I completely understand that. That's why I think it's, it's more about the intentionality of when I get on Instagram, what am I actually doing? Mm-hmm. So now I think that we're kind of getting back into um, trying to, you know, podcast more regularly and all of that and make content that will feel different. Um, but yeah, but even me like listening to podcasts, I mean, lately I have been more, oh, even prior to the class and like, my high high priestess like gifting me this. I have been like trying to listen to just more um music without words and just like kind of more of that. Which you kind of inspired me with that because a lot of time when I get in your car, you're listening to kind of like how would you even describe what you're listening to? I, <laughs> I listen to like really weird like. Sometimes it's electronic. Sometimes it's like spa. Like it'll be like nature sounds and like reverberations and then like chimes. Yeah, it's just but (laughs) right. Like it, it always like makes me like slightly chuckle. But at the same time, because it's just like not normally what you're listening to. No, usually like be like an actual song where they're like, yeah, this is right. You know, smashing pumpkins. Cool. But it, but it's like it was inspirational to me because I was like, it kind of just it's, it's something to listen to, but it's not overtaking and it's still letting me like just be within instead of like, now I'm listening to this podcast I'm getting this information like oh my god what are they talking about like blah 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 and so I don't know, yeah it's just kind of something I'm thinking about and I know it'll like as time continues like it'll transpire into things but, um. Do you have any, like, ideas or, like, obviously, like, you got your gift and, like, you have your takeaway with it, but have you, like, do you think you need more time to process it, either one of you? I, um, I guess, like, it's, um, I feel like, uh, I I feel like there's a lot of change about to happen in my life, and I think it was exactly the blessing I needed to feel confident in tackling those changes. And I feel like, um, you know, your work is a relationship. You have relationship with your family, a relationship with, um, you know, significant others, like all these things. And like, I just think that um, I needed that gift to bring to those relationships. So that's really like, I'm going to see like, if I feel different, in approaching those things and um yeah I don't know I think it's something that I'm I really needed that blessing because like there's a lot that's I think going on right now so yeah mm-hmm. yeah I like that yeah I'll second I'll second that a little bit because our gifts were similar ish um and I think having the like being willing to accept that from myself um will inherently change relationships that I have with people um because I'm no longer or I don't feel the need to get it from them or like an outside source like that appreciation that love that affection that like validation like can be found within myself um I just need to figure out 
how to approach that um and then how to like integrate that into my relationships um definitely need to like pro I guess process it more um I feel like that's kind of like a it's been like a lifelong thing for me is like kind of understanding that that acceptance of myself um and not having it come from an external source because that's been my entire life is like looking for that in other people and situations so I guess just like you know finding that finding that well that I can go into like you said and like just swimming around and being like okay like how do we like how do we get to the bottom of this and like how do we how do we take the resource like you know how do we use these resources um to help myself feel loved I don't know if that makes any sense um but it's I don't know. It's a little daunt. It's a little daunting. Like it's a little scary. I feel like I have to work through some stuff still in order to like get to that place. Like I have a lot of like unresolved like st- string like attachments, some unresolved attachments to things that have uh that I need to figure out a way to cut in order to like come back to myself and give that love to myself, but I think that'll come with with time and just like really being aware of how I'm interacting with people and the the nature of the interactions like what I'm looking for like why am I doing this you know why am I really going to see this person or why am I really engaging in this space right now and like being honest with myself about that and being able to like recalibrate if it's not the right reason yeah I kind of think it all boils down to like this whole thing that we just did was like, to me, it was self-care. Mm. And even though we were doing it with other people, it was to me like an immense amount of self-care. And it was like really choosing ourselves in that moment. And I think that the way that you cultivate any of this is to choose to do more self-care and to think about what your self-care looks like and, you know, adjust that. And I think then, then it like radiates outwardly to the other things. Mm. Um, because like I had to look in the mirror and say like, how am I treating myself? What am I doing for myself? Um, and then like, once I change that, I think that that's going to help everything, you know, and like being my own like nurturer advocate, like being there for myself and like, how do I do that better? Um, I think that's like the answer for me. No, you're spot yeah. on. Because that like sets the standard for any anything else that comes into your life. Like they at least need to meet that or exceed it. Yeah, that's spot on. For sure. It's unfortunate that like we don't we're not really taught that, you know, growing up. I wasn't, I'll speak for myself. I wasn't necessarily taught self-care in that way or self-trust or whatever and you know that's just because the generations before me maybe weren't necessarily either so you know um totally well and there's something so honorable and about like oh I live for my family I live you yeah. know for my significant other I mm-hmm. live for my children you know I it's not about me right. um and so like you know feeling kind of guilt like oh I'm being selfish mm-hmm. but yeah really like me filling my own cup 
makes it so that it can overflow and fill others. Right. You know? It's like the saying, like, you have to put your mask on for, like, you know, when you're in an airplane? Yeah. The thing where you have to put your mask on before, like, the kid or whatever. Yeah, to save the other person. Right. It's yep. kind of the same thing. It's, and, uh, yeah, we're just, we're not good at that, I feel like, as a society. So that is just one reason why I'm so grateful that, at least in our community, we have something like this that we can go to and practice that. You know? Yeah. And that Christy as a facilitator is shining a light. Like I just am blown away that she created that experience for all of us. And mm-hmm. like we played our own role in it, but like she was there to to make that happen and it blows my mind. Like her the playlist she chose, like the gentle instructions that she had and just like the way she like allowed us to all feel comfortable and then like I think any experience like that, you need to debrief. So we had the ability to journal and share um, and, like, support each other. And and she provides, like, you know, gentle support herself. Like, I saw her give someone a hug, and I think she patted me on my back. And then she'll go around and, like, you know, gently massage your forehead with essential oil or, like, help you get into a stretch. And I just, yeah, I just feel like I don't know if it would be the same with someone different. And... Uh, it's also made me think about like how do we create spaces and um safety and comfort and you know how do we recreate that in our own lives or for each other Mm -hmm. absolutely it was interesting because the first one i went to um we did the journaling and all all that stuff um and she offered like if if you want to like partner up and like talk about your experience no one did not actually, I don't, I'm pretty sure nobody did because I didn't really want to. Um, and I'm fairly certain that me, if someone did, it was only a couple of people where I feel like almost everyone did this time around. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't, you know, who knows why, but. What was the theme of the last, of the, of the previous one that you went to? Um, Do you remember? Put down what you're carrying. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That feels literally heavier (laughs) (laughs) literally heavier than this one Um, yeah I feel like a lot more could come up for people in that you know with that theme uh and maybe it's just like more sensitive of a or it's much more of an internal process I think so and not necessarily a universal experience like whatever someone's putting down that's been weighing them down like is very personal Mm -hmm. um but I feel like as women, you know, trying to get in touch with that wise, wild, and free version of ourselves, like, there's some, maybe not commonality, but, like, there's a unity there, feels like, um, that's relatable on a larger scale. Um, I'm, I'd be very curious. I mean, I'm, I'd love to go. I want to go to another one um, and just, like, experience different themes because I feel like that would be really beneficial for just for for everyone but like but me that's very exciting to like think about what what else could be experienced in that space with Christy just the way she would like pronounce certain words like her enunciation when she was speaking into the microphone I was like wow like just your voice is just your voice is incredible like the way you're like the t at the end of these words and like the drawn out syllables I'm like Ooh, like I just like, I just like got these shivers. I'm like, damn woman, like you, you know what you're doing. 
I do like the way she she the the words that she'll choose mm-hmm. or like the yeah the way she's saying things. I've yeah. never really like thought about it like you're expressing, but I agree. I think that's very much just that inner teacher and guide and you know yoga teacher and like uh, yeah just she's just she's a facilitator mm-hmm. for that stuff. Yeah, that's just like within her. Very yeah. impressive. She's amazing. Isn't she just like yeah. amazing person? Yeah, I think she's so cool. She's yeah, mad. the one of the one woman that I connected with to share, she talked about how Christy had been doing I think these once a week I think at one point in time, oh, and wow. that was like her. And I might be misquoting, but it's just like it was her weekly check in, and then it went to like being monthly, and now it's her monthly check in. You know, and, like, check-in being, like, check-in with yourself, like, you know, like, have, like, this healing experience to, like, bring back to life and be, like, okay, I can do this. Like, it's not overwhelming. Like, I de-stressed. I took care of myself. I shared. I felt good. Like, life is good. And I'm thinking about, like, oh, having that on a regular basis. Like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like a therapy session. Yes! Absolutely. On steroids. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah, right? it is. Like, yeah, like enhanced. It is, yeah. It's like it's like therapy on drugs. Like Christy was like <laughs> on high after I was an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was on high during, like the whole thing. I know. Like, it's still yeah. I'm, Natural high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that noise. You're so giddy. I, like, I loved it. It was just like I don't know, it just felt really really special to see you like so so happy and present and like radiating like we don't spend you know we haven't spent a lot of time together but like we've like danced around each other in the in the circle so like to to have this be like our first like extended time together and like see that part of you I was like wow like you're radiating like you are so beautiful and just like like free you're like I'm in it I'm in it and and it was really beautiful to witness Thank you so much. Yeah. That's so meaningful to me. Thank you. Yeah. We should all get to, like, see each other that way more often, I think. Absolutely. That's so special. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I just said, you just, like, reminded me of just, like, this little beam of light. Like, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like, dancing all over the room. Wasn't it? Yeah. Of, yeah, like. Because <laughs> I feel like, I do feel like everyone, like, I don't know if everyone, I, I don't know if I was paying attention to everyone in there, but like everyone was a little bit more not beamy. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, did I look over at Christy? Yeah. And you're just like, and you're bouncing like a fairy, just like kind of yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah I, feel like, I feel like you, I don't know. Like I saw, I saw you guys getting down and enjoying yourselves. Like yeah. especially you, like at one point you were just like, but you were like eyes closed, just like fuck yeah yeah like, <laughs> like you took off your shirt and you were just like, yeah. like well you weren't really like that you were of course like beautiful and, and like yeah. <laughs> no, i perceived it that way too i was like it's like gladiator you're like i'm getting ready for something like i'm preparing oh my God, for that is so funny but it, but it was still like it was still soft and feminine but yes. in a very like strong proud like sturdy way like a steadfast you know it was it's just so interesting because they're both so different and you both are so different but like to see you express that through movement I was like damn these girls are so so freaking cool and I can't believe <laughs> I get to like 
like be in this space and like watch everyone do that and like also like the two of you that I came with that like let me you know experience this with them I was like we're we're so lucky to to get to do something like that yeah um yes such a blessing absolutely yeah I'm so grateful so grateful thank you for saying that yeah that was really sweet yeah yeah for sure is there anything else that like we want to talk about or no I think that this is we're just in agreement that what transpired was amazing Mm -hmm. and we wanted to do more of it and um you know Christy said that the next class is gonna maybe be sometime in March but stay tuned so Mm -hmm. really looking forward to that and I hope to you know make this a part of every month hopefully mm-hmm. yeah absolutely or and she does retreats yes and maybe even you know keep brainstorming how we can you know take away from that and bring more of that into everyday life yeah um and check back and like how our gifts are supporting us and yeah absolutely yeah, i'll be excited to hear how we're able to integrate that and apply it to our lives yeah it'll be fun i agree well, thank you so much, Elsa. I'm so yeah, glad that you Elsa. were on the podcast and that you came and did the dance with us. You yes. did the dance. I did the dance. <laughs> I did the dance. She danced and you did great. I danced and I cried and I sweat and it was great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so grateful. I was really looking forward to this. It felt like just what what needed to happen. So I'm very grateful. It was so great to meet you. Yeah, you too. You are just, you're an amazing person. And I feel like the minute you got in my car, I was like, oh, I know her. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. That. I just felt like we just started. I mean, we talked immediately about some pretty deep stuff. Yeah, we did. Wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, mean, I was telling Christy when you, when you called her on the phone, um, your, just like your voice and the way you talk reminded me of my godmother, who was like the most, amazing special loving accepting like rad badass woman that i know and i was like she reminds me of my godmother her name's hazel she's incredible oh i was like gosh. she reminds me of hazel uh and like if anyone ever reminds me of my godmother it doesn't happen very often i'm like yeah like they're they're good they're good people and, oh. I, and I need to like respond accordingly and like make sure <laughs> <laughs> and like make sure I get to know them yeah and like yeah so I, I felt that immediately it was so cool that you were just like what up girl like let's go oh that maybe maybe there was something to that then yeah like why I felt that way that's cool I thanks for so. sharing that yeah yeah I think I think a great friendship is growing with all of us yeah. right I'm yeah. so excited Christine yeah. <laughs> No, I'm so, I'm so pumped. Summer yeah. parties. Yes. Summer parties. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get you a onesie. I do. You, you guys one? have onesies. Yeah. You wore them last night with, without taking a picture. <laughs> it's here. It's it's there. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll investigate. Okay. I'll have to get a onesie. I don't have one, but it can be arranged. I'm not worried about it. It can okay. be arranged. <sighs> done and done. <laughs> done and done. I like never necessarily wanted one, but now I kind of want one a little bit. Like you guys have one. I'm like, well, I don't be left out. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> well, th- okay. So we will talk to you guys hopefully in a week and stay safe out there. We love you and bye. 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 
If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at We Are The Truth Seekers Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would love to share your story, please email us at wearethetruthseekerspodcast at gmail.com.